What's up, y'all? Respect the Chat Podcast, episode 85, the Ocho Cinco episode. We here. Rich is here. What's up, everyone? Frankie's here. What's up? I didn't introduce y'all last episode, I don't think, or the one before. Ah, sorry. Right. But everyone knows y'all now. Come on. We don't got to keep doing that. Today is the, help me out with the, not the conference, divi- what is divisional it? round, isn't it? The, the divisional round? Is that what I today is? I think that's what it's called. Because next on. week's the goodness gracious cha- the uh, second week of the playoffs divisional championship week two round. of the playoffs y'all I don't really know yeah whatever yep sounds okay. good to me well we don't quite know logistics like that we do know this though San Francisco plays the Minnesota Vikings That's today. today and <clears throat> then after that is the Baltimore Ravens versus the Tennessee Titans and then tomorrow is the um, Seattle Seahawks and the Pit and uh, Green Bay Packers and uh, come on y'all. What the heck kind of what is this? The other AFC or, game. Or a chef. Texans versus the Chiefs. Texans versus the Chiefs. So we're going to pick those games. We're going to figure those out. Um, but this week now, I don't see these guys all week now. Now that I live in Milford, I don't see these guys all week. So I just watch SportsCenter, which is one thing that I started doing more of now. In the morning before I go to work, and then me and Corinne have a new tradition that she hasn't quite signed on for yet, and that's <laughs> eat dinner and watch SportsCenter again. And uh, I've been watching a ton of basketball, which I got her on board for that, which is perfect. But some new hires this week. Yes. The Giants hired a new coach. The Panthers hired a new coach. The Cowboys hired a new coach. Is that it right now? Pretty much. Okay. So let's start with this. The only one left is the Browns. Yeah. Yes, I believe so. The Redskins, we talked about that last week with Ron Rivera. What do you think about, let's start with the Giants head coach, Joe Judge. The, he was the wide receiver coach for the Patriots. Yes, special yes. teams coordinator. The yes. guy's never even been an offensive coordinator. Never, ha- I mean, has he even been a head coach? No, he hasn't been a head coach. Let me I give mean, you this guy's rundown real quick. But yeah, I mean, do you have on there that he 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 was a coach under Nick Saban for two years? That's what I got here. Okay, Let's start from the jump. He is a really good high school player. Doesn't get a ton of looks from the main streets of Philadelphia, and then he goes to Mississippi State, plays football there, tries to be a quarterback, doesn't really work out, goes three years on special teams, loves it, plays really well, graduates, becomes a graduate assistant for, I think, three years or so. When that's done, he now has to figure out a job. So he takes on an elementary school phys-, phys-, phys ed teacher. Shout out to all the phys ed teachers out there. And he does that for, I don't even know, maybe a year or so. And then Birmingham Southern calls him up and says, come over and be our linebackers coach. We heard a lot of good things about you. He goes over there, plays really well, does, I mean, uh, coaches really well, does his thing, gets a phone call one day from Nick Saban, Alabama, says, come over and be the special teams assistant. Goes over, kills it, does his thing. Saban and Belichick, really good friends. He gets the ultimate call up goes to the New England Patriots as a special teams assistant, and then he becomes the Patriots special teams coordinator. For what, nine years he was with the Patriots? And yes, and then after that he becomes a special teams coordinator and wide receiver coach. So Joe Judge does all that, and then he gets the ultimate, ultimate call up, and he now he's the Giants head coach. By the way, this guy's a three-time Super Bowl champion as an assistant and a two-time BCS national champion. Yeah, I mean, that's but the pitch, right? You that's got to be the pitch, right? You worked right? under Nick Saban, and then you worked under Bill Belichick. If you didn't learn how to be a good coach 
under those two guys, something's wrong. But here's the problem. The New York media and that New York organization, the Giants, the GM, and the owner there are going to destroy this guy. I mean, he's worked not in the limelight, but in the background of the biggest stages. Yeah, Alabama but, football, but New England not, Patriot football. But it, it doesn't get any bigger. I know, than that. but they, they, those teams that the media isn't on on uh, the New York media will destroy I, I him the second a bad call is made or a bad decision in the game. The GM's never going to back him up. I could I could see that about the Yankees and the Knicks, but not it's the as same much thing the for the Giants. I don't really think so. I think so. What but what, you, what what is that? So so what, what that's going to come no matter who the coach is. Is I, my thing. I think they shouldn't have gone with a coach, a a, a first year coach. Mm-hmm. They should have went with someone that's been a coach. Maybe has a little thicker skin. Not even that. There's so someone that has that. head coaching experience, has been in the league, had some success in the league. Like, right, so that's that a different... guy doesn't really exist anymore, though, right? Unless you're talking about like Ron Rivera. But if if a head coach is successful somewhere, usually he stays there, right? Those those people are hard to come by. Well, I they, think th- they don't just they're not just lining up out there for you to sign. Yeah, and I and and I think this was a year where, though there was a couple of pretty major openings in coaching positions with some pretty like heavily. Um, popular teams and the Giants and the Cowboys and the Redskins as well. But, I mean, even that division is three, which is crazy, and the Panthers as well. But I think that's important to look at is, like, who are you going to get that's going to have that coaching experience? McCarthy gets signed by the Cowboys. Who, who I think they, the Giants really wanted. Yes. And okay, now he's the out. the second guy they wanted, the guy that went to Carolina, Matt Rohr. What, yeah. Rohr what, how do you say his last name? Did Whatever. You, did you yeah. see his contract? Yeah. Are we going to talk about yeah, that? Well, yeah. But they th- those those were the two guys they wanted, and they missed out on both of them, here's and the, that's when they went with Joe Judge. Here's the thing about that guy, though, Rich. I'd rather I don't know how you feel, Frank. I'd rather have Joe Judge than that guy, because Joe Judge nah, has the experience. You have of, the rundown of the the Baylor's coach. Like he went to two different or uh, two different teams, and within three years, he turned that program into a winning program. I understand. Yeah, but he's a college but guy, I, so it, I don't have the numbers here. But I bet you. Uh, assistant coaches in the NFL work out more than head coaches from Possible. college. It's I agree. Just that that transfer over to the NFL is completely oh, different. Oh, agree. We, and this we, guy we, has NFL coaching experience. Would you be more nervous? Because I would be if the Giants hired the Baylor guy. Because then I think that all this applies. I don't think that tough skin applies, which is going to have to go through the New York media and the tough job of turning this organization around a, they're like not far off the Giants and I think with this Carolina guy higher is like that would have took longer than me but what a, does this guy know about offense and defense he was a special team assistant oh, knows, special team bro. coach he knows so he's still, he's those guys know room. everything Harbaugh was a special teams coach for the Ravens those guys have their hand in they're everything the, room, the special yeah. teams guy they're in every meeting because every one of their players Play defense, play offense, play different things. Those—that's the guys that a lot of times and you see. You don't want to be a special teams coordinator forever. So I mean, you try to you try to learn while you're doing your job, also. But I mean, you want to learn how to be a head coach. I'm and sure I, he's following around Bill Belichick, trying to learn how he. Bro, does he's things. the guy next to him all the time. If you watch him, he's the guy right next to him. That's the other guy that the coaches look to because they know every other. They know every position. Those guys know every position. I like it because I, I, I agree 
with Frank of the sense of like he coached Alabama and under Nick Saban at Alabama. He went through two national championship teams. But it he wasn't knows because a lot of, of talent. It's because of Nick of Saban not. and the team that he put together yeah, and the talent what? has been there. He was just on that roster. But he's used to that's that like, winning culture. No, he that's had like more saying the third string quarterback no, on the Patriots not. has uh, four Super Bowl rings because he was on the Patriots. Well, right. Jimmy that doesn't Garoppolo mean anything. Got a Super Bowl ring, that doesn't mean so. anything. But right. if you spend all those but years at more. Alabama and the Patriots, you're not going to settle for anything less than perfection. And he's not the equipment manager over there. You know what I'm saying? He ain't the coffee guy. He's the a special teams. That's a pretty big job, bro. You, you like listen. It's but the your head coach, offensive coordinator, is, defensive coordinator, special teams coordinator. Nah, you're the think, fourth dude down on the depth chart of coaches. I don't think that's the depth chart. Yeah, definitely. I don't know about that. For the most important, you're telling me the head coach and the next one's the special teams. No, I don't if you know, don't have bro. a good He's offensive coordinator or a defensive coordinator. Oh come on! Your man Harbaugh was a special teams coordinator, a coach for years. Yeah, but look at look who he brought in. That's he, how he made he one has of the good Pro Bowl defensive teams. coordinators and a good offensive coordinator. He's not the one that's running the. He's just the head coach. He he manages the whole team. I don't know. So this man. is what's in the matter with Joe Judge, who he brings in as his offensive yeah, coordinator, what, defensive coordinator. What is your reasoning for liking the Baylor guy better? He never, doesn't have more experience than Joe Judge. He was in the college ranks under programs less decorated Listen, than this there has guy to has. be something that the giants wanted him but they lost out on him yeah, the and they Gi- had to go to their third option joe judge i don't the, the giants wanted the baylor yes. guy yes oh man well i yo, i like joe judge going forward man we know nothing about him all we know is that he was a special team we, coach we didn't know for the any, Patriots. Oh, yeah. we didn't it, know it any could f- flop and i like the baylor guy too that's not what i'm saying i just no, me think either. i don't i don't dislike the hire because of and any co- and this, any the experience that he what has. coach right. behind Bill Belichick has been successful? How, in the how league? about the one that just beat him on the Titans? Yeah, Mike Vrabel. It but took he him a coach. He was a player. He wasn't a no, coach. He was, he was a coach. A he was a coach. He was a coach, he was yeah, a coach for, a while, for, yeah. for linebacker coach. Yeah, for a while. Yeah. You sure about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah, all, right, yeah. Maybe. all right. So now you got him. You got Romeo Cannell. You got um, Josh McDaniels, and you got a bunch of other guys who tried. The Lions coach. The Lions coach Matt Patricia. Patricia hasn't got it yet, but it's slowly turning around over there. Daniels came into a bad organization. Correct. still bad. Correct. There's a lot to that. You know, this is what happens, though. Assistants get head coaching jobs. Coaching trees branch out, and these guys get opportunities. We can't – I don't like to judge it on, well, and no pun intended, of, you know, well, other guys weren't that successful, so he's not going to be. Let's talk about the Baylor guy for a second. What's the contract? Seven years, sixty million dollars. Sixty-five million or something. With the, like no, that. it's sixty million. With the, it could go up to seventy million with yeah. all the incentives if he wins playoff. Do you know that Bowl. he's making more money than Christian McCaffrey and the whole offensive line of the Carolina Panthers? <laughs> well, Christian McCaffrey really? is still under the rookie deal. Yes. So there's that. As for the offensive lineman, maybe that's the reason why Cam Newton is hurt. <laughs> Is Definitely. Be, and because Christian Definitely. McCaffrey has to make everything happen, <laughs> maybe that's a reason they need to start paying that guy's more. Listen, I'm not a very well-versed in college football. I don't know. I get this guy coached at Baylor for a while, but if I want a college coach this year, if I'm going to hire a guy, it's got to either be Urban Meyer or it's got to be Lincoln Riley. This guy, to me, was the third guy in line. Maybe that was the thought. They wanted those two guys first, couldn't get them. This was the third option. This is the one that makes me a little nervous. This guy. Because oh. this guy is stepping into a heck of a situation. This guy was on the G- Giants uh, 
He was the assistant offensive line. Who, the Baylor coach? Yeah. At one point? So maybe that's why they were interested in him. He was already okay. a part of that program. Okay. Okay. My thing is this. He's stepping into, though he doesn't have the scrutiny of the media in Carolina, he's stepping into the, a situation in Carolina where he's got a pretty decent team who has had success under Ron Rivera. Fans are going to expect more success. The organization, I think, is going to be expecting more success. The only issue with that is they don't know who their quarterback is. The most important position on the team is unfilled, and they don't know where they're going to go with it. That's my issue with that, hiring a rookie quarterback coming in into that situation with no solid foundation at quarterback. That makes me nervous. Well, he's got a big decision to make right off the jump. Yeah. Like, as soon as he signs the paper. Right. Who's going to be your, your quarterback? The yeah. franchise guy that they kind of threw to the side this year? The other guy who came in and got a couple of wins and then stunk? Or a completely new guy? Right? That's a tough decision to make your first day in the building. I agree, bro. That's where and I'm coming from you can't stretch it out. This can't be no preseason and you still don't know who your quarterback if is. If that was you, what would you do? I know what I would do. I would trade Cam to make cap space to make your team and make your team the way you want it to be. Make that. You, then you're you, trading away the. Doesn't matter. The I would face like you could start franchise. building a program that fits your system. Hear me that's out. What, here, that, that's Maybe what he works does. in the NFL. You can't just. Maybe Cam fits his system. Hear me out, though. If you do do that, do do. Do do. Nice. <laughs> Shout out to Big A. He loves a good do do. I would love for that to seem like it's not my decision because then you're coming into a team who probably loves this guy they're probably all really good friends and everything and right off the bat you're trading away one of their teammates who they the probably face, love but, and adore well you know what would make you a head franchise. coach though you make that move you call a team meeting you sit down and say listen to make this team better and to build a successful team and to take us to the next step this is what we had to do so if you're all in you're in if yeah. not See, that's what makes me nervous. But that's like that's, that's what you're you, doing. You, that's what you, you do in college. Take, but, in the NFL, you don't. The guys are like, nah, bro. I'm the this same is age a, as you, dog. If you yeah. come in and, and you make more money than me, that's our guy. You, you just got rid of our franchise face of Carolina football, and, who's had a lot of success there. Just got rid. And of what him? did he do? Brought you to the Super Bowl one time. I mean, there's a lot of guys who've done that. There's a lot of guys who haven't even brought their team to Super Bowls at all, and are still sticking with that guy. After they got hired. And ain't looking good. But here's the thing, though. You can't have that lingering around too long. You have to make I a decision. I agree with that. No, you no. Have, the decision you, has to be made. However you do it, it's got to be made pretty quickly. Th- that cannot be a distraction going into the offseason and yeah, going yeah. into spring training and, you know, Your decision is all what, that though? Keep him or move on? Keep Cam or move on? I would probably move on. Okay. You Just because of all the injuries and, God forbid, I put all my money into Cam. I need to prove myself the first year. And then he gets hurt week mm-hmm. one or two. Now we're taking L's for the yeah. rest of the year, and it looks like I'm a bad head coach. You trade Cam, get that money, make moves, get a lineman, get, open up cap space to get players mm-hmm. to come in. You roll with Kyle Allen, who showed some success, mm-hmm. and hope that he could do that again this year. Mm-hmm. If not, then you... You know, you see see how see how that's all going, yeah. and you can either make a move for another quarterback in the future they for cheaper get Tua money this year, or Tua. Like, yeah, 
but I mean that's he, the same thing you could say. He with could the draft injuries, someone in, in the saying. future draft. Like, see, my thing is this. My thing is, you're coming into a new situation. You signed for seven years. You got a lot of money. You, my thought wouldn't be they're gonna get rid of me if I have a stinky year. Because if you want to, go ahead. You still owe me money. That's my first. Thought. I mean, someone gives you a seven-year deal. It's probably because they're in they're it for in. a few years. Okay, at least. so that's my thing. So that with that out of the way, now but I say to myself, see, that's the thing. You want to waste one year on a quarterback who's not, getting older now? So this is what I'm saying. But okay, now I got that out of the way. Now my thing is this. Okay, let me roll with Cam. I have stability. I have a decision that it's gonna instead of it looming over my team. Boom! My decision is Cam Newton is our quarterback moving forward. Now I got a guy who knows the offense. Knows his teammates is a really solid but quarterback. It's, it's got a, a lot of left. It's going to be a new offense, Mike. It's going to be a new whole. It's a whole new system. You yeah, can't but say he, he knows the offense. This is a college guy. Cam is a college-driven quarterback. He 100 percent could run an offense. I'm not giving up on Cam. I feels like other people are. That this is where my decision making is coming from. Let me get this guy in here, and he's the face of the franchise, and let's see how this rolls. But I'm I'm always gonna as a head coach. Get get my backup going. My backup isn't Will Greer, and my backup isn't Kyle Allen. I'm gonna draft somebody else to prepare myself for what's you coming up. You don't think up. Kyle Allen's a backup? He's not the backup I want. I'm gonna draft another guy and get a real backup that I can move forward with. Kyle Allen is not a quarterback. You, they have to have a guy that they're ready to move forward with after, it, or if Cam doesn't work out, or after Cam's done. I would roll with him my first year there as a head coach. See how it goes. Maybe you maybe everything the year off might have done him good. The, he may be my guy that I need. He's an MVP. He's a Super Bowl. He went to the Super Bowl. He's had a lot of success. He's very very talented, Cam Newton, and he's and he's he's invested in this city and in this team. You think Cam is still at a how, how to put this like name a, five quarterbacks better than Cam that you rather have better than Cam Newton that are that were that started this year. Five quarterbacks. Not, not not the obvious guys. Not the obvious guys. What do you Name, mean, like rookies? Just got like. Would you rather have? Um, to uh, be honest, J- I would J- rather Jacoby Brissett or Cam Newton. Mm, I don't right. know because would Cam you... looked so bad the last time we yes. seen him. He's injured though. He's injured. But Cam, but it, Cam, it's a significant Cam's injury. Cam's been on a slight downfall. So has from everybody. All those big hits. His what body is Matthew can't Stafford anymore? Would you rather have Matthew Stafford or Cam Newton? Stafford. Stafford. Okay. What has he done? He He's puts a, up a million yards. They don't win games, though. That's yeah. not because of him. A million yards. We've seen what a million yards does. It gets you on the list at the end of the year that the respected chat talks about and means nothing. If I had a team, though. All if those guys a, that were leading. If I had a team that I put together that Kyle, I thought had the ability to win games, yeah. and I was, I was able to choose between Cam Newton and Matthew Stafford, I think Stafford would help my team more than Cam would. Okay, that's fine. Okay. I personally think Cam's been on the way down. Why not go with Kyle Allen, who's still young? Oh, what is nah, he? Second bro, year in the that league. That guy's whack, bro. That I guy's think whack. I think he would be a good bridge quarterback to get you to that next side that, that you could find. You Why also, keep Cam there and spend all that money on Cam to have the same results that you're going to have with Kyle Allen? You rather chalk up a year? You rather put your first year? Yes. Let, to get, let, to get let, that, that money like available. If we're going to chalk up the first year, 
let's let's look at this. But it's gonna count against your cap, though. You can't just dump Cam and think it's off your cap. It's still gonna count against it you. It depends how much no. the team you're trading him to picks up. Yes. Yeah, but it's it, but then the team's not gonna do that. He's got a big deal. They're not gonna take the whole thing from them. It's gonna be a hit against them, whether they let him go or not. So let's just look at it like this. Purely, who would you rather run your team the first year, Cam Newton or Kyle Allen? Cam Newton. At this point, Cam, Kyle Allen. No way. Yeah. And we're not crazy for saying that because okay. the the Panthers did the same thing this year. Yes. If Cam was there and Kyle Allen was there, I think it would have been the same result. I disagree. If Cam was healthy and he was there, no way. they've had success. They built that team around what Cam needs. Those receivers, that running back was picked specifically. And that's for a what big they, reason they that Kyle Allen struggled. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. Because he can't move so like that, Cam. That's what I'm saying. But. So, in a regular style offense, he might be the guy. I don't think this is not going to be a regular style offense. This is a guy coming from Baylor who was in the shotgun 98% of the time, and they're going to run that running gun, RPO, whatever the heck, everything else they're going to do. They're going to run the similar thing. This guy is not a pure, uh, a, a pro. He didn't run a pro offense. There's like two coaches who do that in, in college. I don't think either of these quarterbacks is probably the quarterback he wants. Okay. Cam's getting too old. Mm hmm. Kyle Allen probably won't be the guy either. Mm-hmm. But my whole point, what I just said, is if you get rid of Cam, yeah, you might have to eat some of that money, but you're going to be freeing up some money at the same time. Mm-hmm. Kyle Allen would be a better choice to be that bridge quarterback See, if you until don't you think, found your guy. If I don't think that either of those guys was the guy, my first year I'd want to draft a quarterback because then the expectations are low. Like, look at Kyler Murray. He had, like, a decent year, but the Cardinals stunk. You know, but nobody really put that on. What's his name? Where where are they in the draft order? Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah, Cliff Kingsbury. You know what I'm saying? It's like they're building something over there. Yeah. And that would be kind of the same thing if they draft a quarterback and they put him in the Panthers. It's like the expectations automatically get like a little bit lower. Yeah. Because it's like this guy's gonna have to adjust to the NFL. They're seventh in the in the draft. And they'll they'll be quarterbacks there. So Cincinnati is gonna go Joe Burrow. Washington will probably go. um, The the Oregon quarterback is good. Tua will be there. They'll Mi- be guys. Miami's at five. That's the only team in front of them that might go Tua mm-hmm. before no. them. I had I seen Tua going like late, late because of his time. whole his whole his yeah. whole issue. Yes. So yeah, I mean it's possible, but I, I I don't think that's the way they'll go. I think they're gonna go a lineman or or a wide receiver. Oh Miami? No, Carolina. Oh, you don't even think they're gonna go quarterback? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Not not yet. I okay. think he's gonna wait. You okay. got Trevor Lawrence coming out next year. Maybe he. Does a fake tank and gets him next year. Possibly. <laughs> well, Carolina going forward, at least she got a new... Football Jesus. <laughs> at least she got a new coach. Good luck. The Cowboys hire um, Mike McCarthy. I'll let, I'll let see what y'all think first, and then I'll give my input. I like it. Okay. I, I, I think that's what that team needs. Out of all the coaches that were available, I think he's the best fit. Just because of the whole NFL experience he's done. I mean... A lot of people will say he didn't really do too well at, with Green Bay at the end, but he's right. Which yeah, well, they looked at it. <laughs> they looked at it for one year. Yes, the last the last year of that. Yeah. So I like it. I think that's what the Cowboys needed. Mm-hmm. A guy to come in like that that's gonna do well. Uh, I'm still interested to see if Kellen Moore is gonna be still on that coaching staff. Mm-hmm. Has that been brought up yet? They haven't said he's not. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, but I just. I hope that he's more dedicated to the run than he was in Green Bay. That was my thing a couple weeks ago when and I said it to you guys. just not feed him like you fed Eddie Lacy. 
feed Zeke. He's got nothing to do with that. Yeah. <laughs> you mean food, not the football. Yeah. That's your only concern? Do you and like the defense. It? I don't like his defensive coordinator pick, his best friend. I mean, I don't, I don't know that guy, so he could be great. But he I, hasn't been, though. If you look at his resume, he hasn't. Pat sent it to us. That guy's been on 13 different teams. Mike like, McCarthy's not a defensive mind. so I know, but right. who – this is it. Who else do you want to be the defensive coordinator? I don't know. Right. So but I feel like either, I feel so like I feel like, McCarthy, Lewis, I feel like McCarthy just brought this guy in though because this is the guy that brought him in when he was out of a That's job. That's what these guys do though. But yeah. That's but what these guys do. There's guys out there like who? I don't know them. Yeah. But but you know that there's guys. Because they, they hire defensive coordinators all the time. The guy, they're not well-known guys. They're not guys that me or you would yeah. know. Mm-hmm. But there's defensive I coordinators like there's out there guys. where you could look at a resume and be like, oh, he really turned that around in college or the NFL yeah, or this whatever. Guy, this I guy feel like failed. They don't need to turn this around. This guy just needs to bring a scheme in. But they have the guys. That's, that's but a, why the guys has the on move to me? Because that defense took a big step down this year. And if they decide to not run the football anymore, that's not what that defense is built for. So that that defense need to be needs to be restructured. They're, they're going to run the ball. That you, when you take this head coaching job, you know that you're going to run the ball. You're also going to move forward with the offensive passing game as well. That's going to the offense is going to take care of itself. The defense, I agree, is the it was always to me the concern of who how are we going to turn this around. To say this guy is not good, the guy they hired. What's his name? Do you have it on there? Again? Mike Mike Nolan. Mike Nolan. Because because he's not who. What name would you like to see, or what coordinator from what team would you like to see come in and make a change like this? Like this guy, this is what these guys do. They have guys on their staff. When they coach other places with each other, they keep each other in contact. They bring each other in. That's what they do. Mike McCarthy never had a re- like a really good defense. No. Agreed. At the at the Packers either though. Agreed. So like that's not that's but not his ne- thing. But he know but he he also never had the personnel. The Packers never spent money well, that's when his he was fault. there. He, I mean he no, was there not. he was there a, a long time. It was the GM's fault. He never let this guy put players in or bring guys in, bring free agents in to build this offense and then and to build the defense up. He leaves and then what Green Bay do? They sign like four or five defenders. That's why Green Bay's defense is better this year. They didn't have anybody besides Clay Matthews for years and Charles Woodson for years of it being there. It was built around the offense, and they didn't even bring outside guys in. This guy now is with the Cowboys. They have a they have a, a lot of fundamental players on defense, a lot of structure on but defense. That defense still needs help. That defense 100%, still needs players. Hundred percent. But that defense. It has the guys, the core structure of guys they need. They're going to lose corners. That's going to happen. Byron Jones and the other guy, I mean Brown, they're going to probably lose those guys because you got to pay Dak and you got to pay Amari. But I don't think we should say stuck on the defensive. Qu- that that this guy is just a – he's going to run his show, man. He's going to run his show. Every defense is going to come in with either a 4-3 or a 3-4, and, right. and then they're going to put their guys in those positions. But listen. What, what, That's what, a simple way to put it. If you it. look at this. Well, I can't pay any. I have to put it simple, right? Within two w- years, this guy gets fired it? as That's a gonna, DC. Within two years of being on team, he gets fired as a DC. That's not a good look. You're Rich, telling me how you're many happy times with that? How many times did the Atlanta Falcons switch their defense? He was Atlanta their, Falcons their, their, DC. Their, their defensive coordinator and offensive he, coordinator he was in the one last of them. three years. He was one of them. Okay, but he was just one of them. There's many other guys who were switched in and they're out. Who, there's plenty other teams. Philly just, hot, just, just fired two of their assistants on offense. 
They their got, offense. They stunk. Got, got rid of those guys. They Wasn't stunk. Good this okay, year. These programs that are getting rid of these guys, guys stink. It's not like oh, this guy, you know, he, he was really good. His defense made an impact. He had, you know, but those guys the aren't available. Those guys are not available. The guys who make big impacts. So you grab or, a guy that has, that's been on thirteen different teams in the last fifteen. There's years. There's a bunch of other guys who've been on that. You just haven't looked those guys up. There's a bunch of other teams with a bunch of other guys who had experience in other places. That's what these guys do. If you're not an offensive head, if you're not a uh, head coach, then you're going to be an offensive and defensive coordinator everywhere. The only thing that's going to save this guy is if Mike McCarthy gets back to running the ball, and that will save this defense from not looking so horrible. Oh. If not, this defense is going to look horrible, and he'll be. That's Mike McCarthy true. and him will probably be out. In you're a basing years. that off of nothing. You're basing it off of this guy moved, off of moved around. What did Adam Gase do? What did your best friend Adam Gase do? You always run with this because we, we okay, might have said okay. once what a, that what a we Greg, like Adam no, Gase. No, no, a billion times you said it. And what did Greg Williams do, his defensive coordinator? That defense stunk this year, the Jets. They did nothing. So they they couldn't hurt. stop anybody. Their whole defense was oh, okay. hurt. So, see, there's always an excuse, though. Everybody but gets Greg hurt. Greg Williams shows Everybody success as a up. defensive coordinator. He won Where? a Super Bowl with the freaking Saints. Well, how many years ago? Doesn't he, matter. He's 20, still done he it. He turned that Browns And he turned the Browns, around. yes. Okay. He the, had, the year that, the last year me? he was the defensive coordinator and he got promoted to the to the head coach for the rest of the season. That defense was really good. And they won games. And they had the same guys. This guy kept on losing his job. This guy was a head coach for three years. Now, let me, look, yeah, let me look up the record of what he was at with, with the head coach. He's, I can't believe he's stuck on this guy's moving around. And you put confidence in other guys who haven't done a damn thing. And they're head coaches. Greg Williams has a good resume as a defensive coordinator. I mean, okay. he just does. Okay, that's fine. But what did he do this year moving into that position? The whole team was hurt. Okay, so I'm saying there's got to be this guy. He's got to get his guys. He's not he's saying he had one bad year, though. He's saying that he's he, never done anything. But yes, it, look at this. Look at this. Every other year, he's getting signed to a new team. It goes from a defensive coordinator to a wide receiver coach, defensive coordinator to a linebacker coach. So it's not even like a team's picking him up for a defensive coordinator. They're like, oh, we'll bring you in as a linebacker coach. And then he might show a little success there. And they're like, oh, you know what? Let's move you back up to your DC. Oh, look, you can't do that. Let's move you back down to a linebacker's coach the next year on a different team. Okay, that's fine. You will be wrong, like every other damn You're thing. You're just that hyping you guys... this guy up. No, he's a I'm not hyping coach. him up. Nothing. That's how you. Do... That's how you roll. Mike. That's not how I roll, and I'm not <laughs> hyping him up at all. I'm just saying I don't think we should base it off of what the guy has done now, in what the do past. You base it off of. Because he's in a new position with of? new talent. You're a All boss that of, talent you're, is there. You're, you're a boss of a company. You're a boss of a company. No. I come in with a resume. Maybe he's not. 18 teams. You're a boss of a Name company. Name those teams. Listen, listen, you're a boss of a company. Yep. I come in with my resume, and I got fired from 15 jobs because I couldn't stock the shelves right. And that's, that's the job you're hiring. You're going to be like, you know what? I'm going to hire you. We got good shelves over here. What, there's something, though. There's something in right. There's something that they like about this guy that Mike McCarthy likes about this guy. No, it's his friend. That's the only reason. <laughs> no, it's not. That's the only reason. No, it's not. That's the only reason you would hire me if I was your best friend. But you know what? No. I know you need a job. I'm gonna bring you on. It's it, okay. That's fine. What do you think about the offensive side? What's he gonna do on offense? Don't right. know. It all depends if Kellen Moore is still there because they're both offensive mind. So it, yeah. it it depends. It it, it no, depends on who's gonna say. He'll have a say, and, and he'll come up with a good scheme on offense. I, um, I think – I just hope that it's not passing the ball too much because that's kind of his go-to, right? Build up the quarterback, make the quarterback number one. But you, you, you could do that, and you could have that mindset if you don't take this job. When you 
take well, his he job. said it in the in the yeah. press conference. Said what? His whole thing is to build up the quarterback, make the quarterback be number one. That's word for word. And then he said at the end of it, one way to do that is having a good run game. Well, so exactly. we're definitely going to feed Zeke. Oh, yeah. But there my offense is to make the quarterback look good. He has to build the quarterback up. It, ha- it has to be. And the only way to do that, and like he said at the end, he said a lot of things in that press conference. To me, the thing is this. The guy has been to the playoffs nine straight times. He has a, a great playoff winning record. He's had a lot of success with other quarterbacks. Joe Montana, Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers. All guys that he's coached in some way or form. That's what they're looking for. And that's what was their aim. The offense is their, is their whole drive right now of moving this team forward and seeing what they're going to get. To me, it, listen, there wasn't a lot of options out there. This guy I like a lot because of the experience and the winning. That's the only way I'm looking at this. How it's going to go, I don't have a dang clue how it's going to go. But I know that he has another guy has major decisions to make. And that, those really fall on the owner more than him of signing these guys that he needs to have over there. Because one thing Mike McCarthy did have was receivers and a quarterback. He's got that. Now he's got a, probably the best running back he's ever coached in all of his career. He's got. He's gonna use everybody. The year off, I think, helped him a lot. He got to sit back, look at what the NFL has become. You know, sharpen his tools going forward. I, I like it. I like it a lot. The question, one hundred percent, is the defense and what that defense is gonna look like going forward. I just wouldn't put all the doubt into this. Get Mike Nolan. I, I. That's my whole thing. It's like I'm not even focusing on that and his record and every other thing and everywhere else. I don't really focus on that. I'm focusing on what we could do to build this team up because it hasn't looked great in the last couple years on both sides of the ball. Eight and eight is not good for the last couple years. Winning division was great, and I was happy about that. But there's a lot that Mike McCarthy brings. He's a good mind. I I trust his decisions. That's where I'm at with it. Right. You hate this guy. You no, guys no, no, get no, no, so no, 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 stuck. No, no. Because so, look, we, I like, my, on, I like Mike McCarthy saying that right now. Because me, we, either one of us said a damn the one bad thing about Mike McCarthy. That that was never the beef. No, no, I know, no, no, no. no I know we're all in my, on Mike McCarthy. I'm just saying on the defensive side, we're getting stuck on what this guy's doing <laughs> and his resume. But there's a ton of other guys whose resume isn't great You're either. telling me they couldn't find a guy that had a little bit of a better resume? Maybe Ooh. like got cut from 11 Ooh. teams instead of 13 Marvin teams? Lewis? Would you want Marvin yeah. Lewis? Yeah. Yeah? A guy would. hasn't won a damn game in 10 years? That doesn't matter. A, that that doesn't affect the As the head coach? That doesn't matter. You're We're a defensive coordinator. That's where like, I get mind blown. Of you rather have a guy who was a head coach who had his hand in everything everybody does and has the final say and didn't win a didn't win a damn game. He was a coach for the Cincinnati Bengals. That program was horrible. Horrible. Okay. But if I you look at this guy's programs, though, yes. you could look at what this guy's done, and probably half of them, they're not good either. That's all I'm saying is. I would rather Marvin Lewis. I don't think that those are the only DC. two options also. I'd just like to put that in there. Frank, what the other options had, are. had to be a guy. If they're successful. There had to have been. If what about su- a college guy? Why, why There's nobody in college that knew college how to run, guy come run a defense? We talk about these college guys and not having the experience and stepping into that position, but then we're okay with You're hiring a college coach. You're telling me that Mike Nolan was the best guy for you and that Mike McCarthy didn't bring him in because, I don't because know they were that. friends? I don't know that. I'm no. saying he brought him in because he's going to run his scheme. 
He's going to run. He likes his scheme based on the players he's got, based on what DeMarcus you Lawrence do, based on what the linebackers are. You don't think it has them being friends, and that's the only reason well, he brought him in. Obviously, that's a part because that's what everybody decides of on these staffs. They got their guys because they're part of their staff. They move with their staff. That's why when one coach gets fired, the whole staff is out. Then they got to decide if they're going to keep one of these other guys. All of Garrett's guys are out. I don't think Mike McCarthy is like, you know what, I want Mike Nolan because he's going to turn this defense around. He, really you think, think he's that. strictly based on the fact that they held hands? Yes. And they were best friends and they ate a couple lunches together? Yep. And they and it, that's it. Yep. You can't do that. Because Mike McCarthy was out of a job when Mike Nolan was the Because I'll tell you what, if I was the boss and, and you came him in, in offensive coordinator. and just because I'm your friend but you stink at your job, I wouldn't hire you. I'd hire a guy who's better at his job. Then why did Mike McCarthy what? hire Mike Nolan? You wouldn't hire Rich? That's if your brother If he stinks at his job? No. What? But if he, but if I say to myself, you know what, Rich has been in some bad situations in these other companies, <laughs> so you and they would didn't put him, it. they didn't put him in a good position to succeed. But I like his mindset, and I know he's a hard worker, and I know he's got a good mind on defense. Let me bring him in. You would justify it? No, I wouldn't. Ju- that's called. And the first day I show up a half hour late. <laughs> That's what Mike McCarthy's going to do. I mean, Mike Nolan's going to do. <laughs> That's crazy. That doesn't even make no dang sense. We ran through the coaches there for you. Now I got a couple other things before we come pick these games. These are just random stats out there. You know what I want to do also? Oh, before we pick the games, I'll shout out Chris Brown and his students, man, who we love to death. What's your future? What's your future for um, Taysom Hill? You think that guy's got a future as a quarterback? I know we talked about this before, but the more I look at this guy, I see he could be so much more, and I think the, the, the new NFL where these guys could be successful who have multiple skill sets, I think he should stay in that multiple skill set and not become a quarterback. Well, you know that's yes. their plan, right? What? Yeah, that, well, that's why I'm bringing this up. Yeah, no. He's going to be the quarterback of the Saints once Drew Brees is gone. That's not Teddy Bridgewater? No, no, no. Okay. I'm just Teddy saying, okay, Bridgewater so. was brought in to be the backup. Teddy Bridgewater could get a job somewhere else, but Taysom Hill's their guy once Drew Brees isn't there. This anymore. is confirmed okay. that this was Stead? That's what I, Sean Payton said. We haven't seen this. We see this guy throw a football once every four weeks for one completion for 50 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, but they're seeing him in practice. So for them to say that, they're seeing something. And, I mean, he's dropping dimes. So your future, dimes. your future quarterback, you're running out on special teams every single down. He's running running the ball. That's he's, your future quarterback. He's helping you to to the playoffs. Listen, I don't think if you, if that's your future quarterback, I don't think you put him in situations like that to get hurt. Why not? He's killing it. All right, but I'm just saying. And he's yet to get hurt. He's not going to be the future quarterback. You're crazy. Why not? Because we haven't seen anything. We see one pass every four weeks, like I just said. That's more than you would see in a college kid. So you don't think his his. Success would be more in what he's doing now, though. Agreeing with you, Mike. Receiver, fullback, special That's the teams type of player, player he is. Backup quarterback that gives you that like guy you just plug in real quick on a couple plays to give that different little, look. Yep, little, you know, different look, a little momentum change. That would be. That's where I like him at. Yes, I agree. And here's the deal. I know a couple weeks ago, I said that he was very successful in college, and he was, and I think he could be successful in the NFL. I'm I'm just saying it's not the more I watch him the more I think his abilities in those other positions like what he does now his skill set is so wide open that I wouldn't want to just make him a a a a um a quarterback I would want to leave it open I think he could be so much da- more dangerous everywhere else 
can I think he still could be successful as a quarterback? Yeah. I just don't know if I would want to waste all those other skills. You know well, what I'm you saying? You don't have to. Well, he can't be catching. He If he's my starting quarterback, he can't line up at receiver. Why not? Because I can't let him take those hits. If he takes well, those hits now, now. now, because if he takes the hits now, I got a Hall of Fame quarterback still <laughs> in there. But if he if he's your uh, he future, go down. If he's your future one, Drew Brees is gone. That's my whole question before. Like, why nah, are you going to put him in that situation? Pull him back, right? He can't do those other things. I mean, he gets a season injury. Ending injury, okay. But why are you What's guys the chances so, he gets a career-ending injury? It's like almost nothing. But why are you guys so big on him being a starting quarterback and being good at it? I'm, we haven't seen I'm asking anything. that question. Because they're hard as hell to find. But we haven't Those seen him throw the ball. Those guys don't grow on trees. We see him throw a ball once in a blue moon. He's dropping we dimes, have, though. We have no idea what it's going to be like when he drops back 30 times. He's going to be that accurate and be that good every single play. We if don't you know see that. a guy throw a ball four times and for four completions and... 400 yards and four touchdowns. It's on a triple reverse with a wide receiver wide open by himself. Who of course cares? he's going to catch it for 80 yards. He's still making the throw. Of course he's going to be 10 for 10 with 1,000 yards passing and four touchdowns on plays I like, like that. I like we have no idea what it's going to be like when, when he's on a drop back rollout with some pressure on him making the accurate throw. But why do you throw. think it's no going to be bad? Because we haven't seen it. You, we haven't you, seen the it. The reason you think it's going to be bad is because you haven't seen yes. it. You haven't seen any of these guys play quarterback but you in guys the NFL. Are, but you guys are so set on it actually being good and working like you guys aren't even like you guys aren't even opti- what's the I can't say that word uh, optimistic optimistic yeah. about him potentially not being that good in that situation. You guys are all on board like this Pessim- guy's gonna that be, be the next Drew Brees. I We're never said he was saying. gonna be the next but Drew Brees. You're saying that he's gonna be good. I think there's he a potential could be good. he might not be. Yeah, that's all definitely. We haven't seen anything, so we can't be that. Like, if he's not good, line him back up at wide receiver. He'll kill it there. My question is this though. Is it worth taking him out of the skill set he has now and making him a quarterback going forward? It's not forward? forever, though, Mike. If he, if he doesn't work out at quarterback, well, throw then, him back in at wide receiver and running back. Yeah, but then you're in that position of now you got to fill your quarterback position. If the, it just You're going to have to draft a rookie anyway. Just right? say Teddy Bridgewater is not your guy after Why after not? He, took that, he, took, he, he, he had a winning record with he that team. He can't throw the ball more than 10 yards. It's a real problem. I mean that team's ridiculously good. They have amazing talent. Michael Michael Thomas could catch a but ball from me. Teddy Bridgewater came Teddy Bridgewater came in. I don't know his record. I think it was like five and two, five, five and, and one. Five and oh, wasn't it? Five and oh, whatever it was when he came in as a starter. Starter. <laughs> starter. So regardless, the guy came in and won games for you. Yeah. We don't know if Taysom Hill could come in and win games for oh you, but we know God. Teddy Bridgewater could because he's he he's done it. I would I would give him the shot. I would go with Teddy Bridgewater because we know that he could take us and win us games. So as keep a Teddy Bridgewater there, but put Taysom Hill back there the first three weeks, and if he kills it, then keep him there. All right. I'm not saying this, I'm not saying Taysom Hill's not good, and that he couldn't be good. You're I'm just, just saying, saying to keep him at the position he's yes. at right now. Which I, I listen. A couple weeks ago, I said. I'm cool with him being a cornerback, but the more I watch this guy, I'm like, this dude is a serious football player, bro. He is bad news. I'm t- Yo, my man catches the ball in the open field. He runs people over. He tackles people. He's a fullback. He throws blocks. He's He, he could do everything. He made that throw down the field last week. I mean, it was an awful-looking throw. And it, 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 I don't know how Xavier Rhodes— about it? Oh, it was. It was, it was a, a double, little. It was, it was a little <laughs> underthrown. 
a little on their throw. A little on the throw in the NFL <laughs> is a pick. Xavier Rhodes got to make that play on that. Yeah. They were confused of how to make that coverage, him and Harrison Smith, and, 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 and it looked successful. But he makes that throw, and, and Xavier Rhodes plays like Xavier Rhodes. It's a pick, and you don't do that anymore. I would like to keep him in, in, in that, you know, Slash type role, that Cordell Stewart type role. Y'all remember, y'all remember Stewart. Cordell Stewart? I had his jersey, number ten for the Steelers. That's it. This guy had a Steeler jersey. You, you want the stats? You hear this? Go ahead. Hit me with on the stats. stats. Fifty yards rushing on four carries, two receptions on two targets for twenty-five yards and a touchdown. One for one passing for fifty yards, and a block for Kamara on a touchdown run. That was oh, so those are just stats last from last week. week. Yeah. Okay. So keep them there. But guess what? They still lost that game. Not feeling it, y'all. Not feeling it. What we got next, Mike. Oh my gosh! I wanted to jump into a little basketball before we go basketball. back to before we go back to picking these games. I just want to hear your opinion. I thought we were hitting stuff. up the Chris Brown questions. We're gonna, but I, the Chris Brown questions have to do with the games. Oh, so before, okay. before we pick those games, gotcha, gotcha. I wanted to talk about basketball a little bit. So I've been watching more basketball, and I say to myself, "Well, let's talk about this." Anthony Davis injury. How does this injury affect him? Do you think he's Going to sit a couple games or sit a bunch of games. You know how those Lakers There's do There's one thing there. I do know about NBA players. Hold they on a second. They might be the softest players <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. The guy falls on his butt and he's going to be out for a week? Come on. More than a week. I bet you it's a month. It's okay. unreal. So he's answering this question. It's he's going to be out for a while, you think? I hope not. One time on my they fantasy forgot team. to put the AC up too much, and LeBron was out for like two games. <laughs> it's it's unreal. It's so crazy how soft LA, they are. So crazy that the, the, the fall he had. If we were playing basketball right now, and one of us felt like that, we would got right back up and continue playing. And if like, not, we would have been made fun of for weeks. Like you didn't fall yeah. that hard. I get an alert on my phone. AD takes a horrible fall. I'm like, oh dang, what's going on? So yeah, sports center is the worst. I get him to the gym that night. I put on Sports wow. Center and I see him fall backwards on his butt. And I'm like. That's what? it. They made it seem like this dude did like a flip in the air, landed on his neck, snapped his back, and he's on a freaking stretcher. <laughs> it's like, are you kidding me? Get up, play basketball. That's a you big, guys are soft. That's a big man. I agree matter, with you. Man. I it think they are so. That's a big angry. man at that so height angry. and then coming down. So there's a lot of force to that. But okay, and, so and your bum bum. We think that 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 bum bum injury is going to keep him out for a while. What do you think is on the injury report? And you know what? The oh, basketball players upper, are so soft gluteus, too. Maximus. <laughs> I get, I, contusion. I wouldn't be surprised if he was actually wearing a girdle with a with a tailbone pad, and he still got hurt. <laughs> oh, he probably was. He will be now. Freaking guy. How does this affect the the what affects? We, we, how does it affect the Lakers? Mm. Did their record does their record take a hit? Now listen, what happens last year? LeBron goes out. I know they have LeBron still. He goes out. They were in a good position last year. They start really falling after LeBron gets hurt. Can LeBron shoulder the load at his age, at this point of his career, without Anthony Davis and that team? I'll say yes, but only because their record's so good right now, they would only have to win like half the games with him out. You know, It's not like they got to win all those games. And I think, I think so because I think Dwight Howard, he, he, he's been filling in, and yeah. he's been playing pretty well. So I think he, he – I mean, he's, not, he's no AD, no. but I think he'll be a good fill-in for that center position because mm-hmm. he's been playing really well. Yeah, yeah, he definitely, definitely has playing well. I agree. And, and they also got JaVel McGee. Yes. Who's another guy who could step into that position and fill it for Anthony Davis as well. So I agree. But they're not Anthony Davis. Exactly. Okay, so. But yes, LeBron just needs a player to fill in well. Well, that's my, that, 
you know what? I think this record's going to take a hit. I really do. Right now, they're 31-7. and seven. But who's they're, playing well in the West right now? A lot of people are playing pretty good. Not of where you think is going to be like, these, are, these numbers are crazy good, and there's someone on their coattails. But listen to this. They're 31-7, and seven, the Lakers. Denver is 2, 26-11. The Clippers are 27-12. and 12. Utah is 26-12. and 12. Houston is 25-12. and 12. Dallas is 23-15. and 15. Oklahoma City is 22-16. and 16. And then it starts to become losing yeah. records. So 2 through 7 are above 500 with good-looking records who are on the coattails of the Lakers. My, my prediction is this. Anthony Davis' injury is going to affect this team, I think, significantly. Really? I, I do agree. I think Dwight Howard and JaVel McGee can shoulder some of that load. But LeBron is going to have to be, like he did last night, have a triple-double, basically. He's going to have to do that. I don't know if this point of his career, for the longevity of it, how long he's been playing, that he's going to be able to withstand if Anthony Davis is out. Listen, I think he's going to be out a while. Why? Because he fell on his damn tailbone? Rich, the dude I could agree be back with next week. I listen, agree. He could listen, be, but he won't be. If the Lakers start falling off that bad, if his AD's going to come back feels sooner. anything like my tailbone after I sit on these chairs for a whole podcast, he's going to be out for a year. He's not going to be bro. out for that long. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll say a week. Okay, so if he's out for a week, then this doesn't really affect them. But we were just saying two minutes ago, we think it's going to be longer. I don't think so. I, I didn't oh, okay. say that. You think it's going to be longer? A month. Okay. A month. So can they withstand? Are they going to be in first place after a month? Not first place, but they'll still be I think they will. secured in the playoffs. Well, that don't mean nothing with all these Those games the regular season's over. Right. Well, there's still a lot of games left. You start falling. You start falling at this rate. Once he comes they back, have a, it's same same deal. No? They have a four-game lead on... On the Nuggets, yeah, for first place. That's a week. That's a week's worth of games. But that's a, that's a week of the Lakers losing every single game. So I, I don't. I, I don't see that happening. I agree. They'll stay in first. If if AD's out for a month, I think they retain first place. Now here's the deal: Denver is five and zero, playing division games. The Clippers are six and one, playing division games. They're really good teams, Denver and the Clippers. But they, they're not playing the Clippers and Nuggets every I know single that, night. But they you know? can move in, and the Lakers could drop to probably four or five and the problem, very quickly. The problem with the Clippers this injury is, takes too long. The problem with the Clippers is the, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George are resting every other night, so they're not really, you know, they're, they're just hanging in there. Mm-hmm. They're doing this. Uh, what, what's it? What's it called? Load management. Load managing during the season. They're not. They don't care where they're finishing. Yeah. They don't care if they want first place. They just want to make the playoffs. Yeah. And then come playoff, all those yeah. guys will be playing. Yeah. So that's the Th- thing that's with the NBA. The, that's the real problem. What if Anthony Davis falls on his bum bum once the playoffs start? <laughs> well, here's the thing. Oh, here's the load management thing. If Anthony Davis is hurt and they got a secure lead, maybe they say, "Yo, let's maybe ex- he does sit longer. Let's extend this. Sit longer. Possible." Because they're already because the NBA cool with that. is soft and weak, and it's annoying. Is the NBA the softest league? Yes. I, w- oh, I was like, I don't know. Far. It's not ba- even baseball's close. Baseball's almost okay. there, though, too. No. They don't, they don't do baseball. is very close. This close to being soft, too. Mm. It's not on the level of hockey and football. The only reason that guys are out that long is because they make them. Like, if you put a guy in the, on the DL... There's a, all, there's a certain amount of days. Like you gotta you gotta put them on the yeah, ten true. day DL, yeah. fifteen day DL. Basketball. There's no two day option. Yeah, yeah. But what's the significant injury you can get? I listen. I play baseball my whole life. What's the most significant injury you can get? Uh, what do you mean in baseball? You playing could, baseball. 
So if you're you injured, you can tear your shoulder. Your, okay, right. Your that's elbow, your that's quads. the most significant. So if you if that is the injury, then you have to be out the extended time. Yeah. But other than that, there's you're not going to get injured, right? Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. You're standing there. The well, you're saying until soft, you're reacting. Like, like the people are soft. I mean, ba- baseball is not right. physically demanding like other sports are, but I don't think that the players are as soft as <laughs> no. basketball players are. Basketball is by far the softest For, ever. Uh, soccer players are pretty soft too, though. Those guys go down yeah. and they're not touched. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that, there's there's no contact really in that <laughs> thing. And guys just flop. Like flopping wow. is a thing in that. It's not on the level of hockey and football, obviously. With hockey being basketball had the, to make an anti-flop dudes. rule. They were flopping so yeah. much. Oh no, yeah. Oh boy. How about my man Carmelo Anthony? Let's talk about this uh, for a second. Let's talk about this for a second. Cause y'all were giving me a lot of business about this guy, man. Yes or no? I was. Okay. What did I say though? I just said one thing, right? Well, I said multiple. Is things, he a starter? Or is he coming off the bench like I said he was going to be? And well, that's how he was going to be good, playing off the bench. Well, that's neither here nor there. That's neither here nor there, whether he's coming off the bench, right? Time out. If you're going to bring up Carmelo okay. Anthony and talk about how you were right, right, you weren't right. Because you said that he was going to be a starter. Every, I, didn't, I, I don't said know if I said that. that I, yes. I just said he's not I washed said that up, he which would, everyone was saying. I said the only way he would be good right. is if he comes off the bench and becomes that sixth man. He's, okay. not a every, he's not a starter. And if you go back and listen, that's is, what I said. I, I, I didn't say he was going to be horrible. I don't, know, is he? I, I don't know either. I don't I'd know have either. to look that up. We don't but have I'm a guy saying, for that. If he's starting... If he's a starter and he's having this success, then I'll give it to you. But if he's coming off the bench and doing good, that's exactly what I said. Well, and that's exactly what he needs to do to be good. Yeah, but look at it like this. That's the role Whether he he's needs a to starter take on. or a bench guy, what I was saying is, is his skills are not diminished. That's what I was saying. And I feel like other people were saying that, and a lot of people in the media were saying it as well, that he's washed up and done and he can't be that type of player. That's just because of the effort he was showing. But I think the effort that yeah. he was showing on the past teams might have been because he just wasn't happy. Yeah, maybe. And he, and he didn't want to go all out for these teams. Maybe. So maybe that's why. Because he has been playing well. Yeah. You know? Very well. Very well. And I didn't know this, which is crazy. I put that in the chat that we were talking about. He has the most game-winning shots since he's entered the league. Now, he's entered the league with Dwayne Wade, LeBron James, and a host of other guys. But those are the two big names. That's not surprising to you. That is pretty crazy. Right? The most game-winning shots. Carmelo Anthony, man. But I'm not Holy surprised cow. that he's over LeBron. Because LeBron James never wanted to take that shot. <laughs> he was always looking to give it to someone else. Absolutely He crazy. took so much heat for it that like, he started taking. I feel like it's just recent when he's actually started yeah. taking over those. LeBron, you and, mean. Yeah, LeBron. Yeah. At the end of the games, being that guy. Taking but so much heat that, that now he's forced to take him. Uh, yeah. Um, you have anything to add on Carmelo? Love him. All right. Here and he's go. better than LeBron. That's because nice. he's on your fantasy team. Does that have anything to do I with it? I haven't checked my fantasy team in like oh, two weeks. You we, are the worst. We know that. <laughs> you, you want are. out? I'll find someone to put in for your spot for real. Yes. All right. Oh, dang. Really? You're going to be out? Maybe I'll Yo. trade all my players. Yo, listen. And we got to <laughs> hit up. Say we got to hit up the everything man. We've I've been, been giving I've been, him I've been hitting three weeks like crazy, in a row on warnings. Yeah. He tells me that he's going to start playing his guys. I go back through the week just to kind of look at his roster. Yeah. You got nothing to do, huh? There's a game where he has LeBron and someone else on his bench. I with like just 60 feel like points. it's so easy. I wake up in the morning, <laughs> I have my coffee, I say my prayers, I hit my fantasy app, and I click start, and I just take a quick look at the guys, and then it's over. Yeah. If that's all I want it to be, I want it to be more. So I look at, I look at, I look at it even more. But it's 
I look at Frankie's team. <laughs> I look at some of these other guys, uh, um, Ant's team, the everything man. I look at uh, Chris's. Chris, Chris's team. Chris told me he, he's starting to look it up. He's starting to look more at it. Uh, I look at Ryan got it. Ryan controls his team. Al's halfway there. Al halfway controls his team. <laughs> so Al, Frankie, Chris, and and the most Ant. bum league I've ever been a part of in my life. Just play, though. Just play. It's bum so easy. League. It's so much fun. Why? It's a bum-ass What's ass the excuse? League? What would make it more intriguing for you? If I understood the it's very the effing app. Well, now hold on a second. We gotta, <clears throat> we gotta be careful. I don't watch basketball, so it's not enjoyable for me. Here's the first thing, though. Now we got little kids listening to this. You gotta slow it down. I can't repeat what you said. I don't think I cursed. Yeah, you did. You said slightly. Don't say it again. I'm not, but I'm just gonna say what it starts with A. Oh, come on. Oh, that's hey, a body part. Hey, listen. Take it easy, okay? <laughs> take it easy. This is very easy thing to do, man. And here's the other part. The other part is this. There's eight of us. It's our first year in the league. We're trying to make it even funner than what it is. So now there's guys on these teams who we can make some trades for, no, shake some things up. Two out Those of guys ten are people not are available. trying to make it funner. No, three, three. out of them. <laughs> four. Who's the four? four? Me, you, Pat, and Ryan. Right, four of us. Four of us are making it fun. Four of us are trying to figure this so now out. Now we got four other teams that don't want to trade to do nothing, but they don't pay attention. I'm trying to make. I'm trying to offer this guy <laughs> no, trades. You offer me he's two and nine, and he doesn't trades, pay attention. Doug? And he's still like, nah. Even Pat said, nah. What do you? Yo, I thought that trade was pretty good looking. No, no, no good. At the same, at the end of the day, though, we can't be robbing these these teams. See, no, no, look at him, but let's talk a little bit here. Don't like, tell me. Like I'm no. not getting, like you can't as give, in, you can't it, give it, as in you're in a you're in a good spot. And Ant and Ant. I wasn't I, saying I would, it I as listen. I was in a good spot. I was saying no because it's a bad trade for me. Right, well, let's look at the I trade. I can't be giving my guys away because that's a way to destroy the leak. But here's the thing. Yes. I'm, if I you w- offer me a good trade, I'll that, accept it. I'm willing to give you more guys to build your team up. I don't want to build my team. You have to. No, I don't. You listen, one thing I learned, Rich, agree or disagree. If it's with a fair this. trade, I'll do it. Fantasy basketball. You need more depth than you need one superstar. Yeah. Because, yeah, no, you're right. Because one superstar, I mean, a superstar doesn't get you 30 to 40 points a week, but these other guys are still getting you 25, 30 points. So two of them adding up is more than that superstar. That's what I'm trying to get you, dog. Hear me out. No, no, I don't want you to try to build my team. I want you to offer me a fair trade. What? I offered you a fair trade. Talk you about didn't. See if you can find it on there, all the trades that I've, or the last two that I offered I you. keep my and text let, messages. Let's hear like what that. the people, dang, let's hear what the people got to say about it. I offered them last night Devin Booker and Middleton. Chris Middleton for Damian Lillard. Mm. <laughs> what do you mean? Mm. Come on, you're the only Booker one that thinks that's a good trade. For, okay, okay. You don't like it? All right, no problem. Let's let's get. And let's then get, you said for Kawhi, <laughs> who doesn't play. He doesn't. You can't afford a guy who doesn't play on a two and nine team. See, I that's could. the thing. Don't worry about what I could afford. My team stinks. I'm not winning nothing. I under. So that's what I'm talking about, man. Let uh, let uh, your guys are off the market, then. No, but, if you offer me a fair trade, but I don't am worry offering about you my a team. fair trade based on your no, record no, no, no. and what you but need. Don't base it off that. What Just I, base it off like I'm a championship team. Okay, well, Offer I did. Me a fair trade. Those are two really good players I j- I'm offering you. Mm. For Lillard? Booker and Middleton? They're two. Two what? They're, They're two really good players. I don't know. But here's the thing. You're crazy. Your team could afford to get rid of those two, but adding Lillard will benefit your team. Well, that's the point of, this, of a trade. Yes. 
<laughs> is, it is. is that I got you two guys got a trade where you're either getting more depth and you're getting more points, and I could afford to take the other guy who's gonna play, who's gonna do what I'm gonna do. And it, me and Ryan made it made a pr- made pretty wild trade. A couple, I got Booker and Gobert for Trey Young. I gave him a superstar for two guys who were not superstars, but who put up a ton of points double double wise in Gobert and Booker scoring wise. But you have, but the reason why that trade was good for you is you have like six point guards. You had Trey Young, gonna try to flip Booker Kimba, for, for Kyrie. Damian Lillard. That's what it's about, though. So like you could afford to get rid of right? Trey Young because you have. What would be a what would be a what what would be an equal trade that I can give him for Damian? I don't even Lillard? know. I would have to look at your team. Look at my team real quick. Why why I look up this other thing? Because what, let's stay here for a second. A lot of kids play fantasy basketball. A lot of people play fantasy basketball. We're talking basketball. This is the most we could do for y'all right now in respect to chat. Is we're gonna talk fantasy basketball. Pick two guys on my team that you think is would be willing or one guy. I can't give you one guy for Lillard. It doesn't make why sense. Not? Who? Well, well, oh. I don't know who you have. The only guy would be worth it is Giannis. Okay. Why would I give you Giannis for Lillard? I'll just keep Giannis and you keep Lillard. Perfect. Then we don't trade. That's great. But if we are trading, <laughs> you want to give story. two less guys for a better guy. I'm no. not about it. No. What about what about this? What about Kimball Walker and Middleton? No. <laughs> so then there's nobody. There's nobody I can give you. So stay two and nine and stink. Or don't, Fine. or don't, I'm and not, we'll, and I'm we'll not gonna take start out. these guys anyway. Well, that's what I'm. <laughs> this is what I'm going back to. It's like, why not? Why not get players and start to become good and feel better about the league? We're not. We're not. We're, we're trying to start a league here. You don't have to be in it next year or this year. We can figure it out. But Rich, what do you think? Just looking at it really quickly. Is there even anybody? Now that I'm actually looking at the numbers, I think Booker and Middleton would be. A, of course it is. Of course it is. A be, good trade. It makes total sense. I think so. Of course it does. Of course it does. I can't get who. Who I did, else I, would I give? Because I never actually looked at it. Yeah. All right. Appreciate it. Because this guy's team is shaky, bro. Shaky. You got a couple guys on here that I don't even think they play. Can I, can I give you? This a guy tra- traded for. This is my whole thing with Frankie. He traded for Donovan Mitchell, and he doesn't even play him. <laughs> <laughs> That's traded, right. We made that he trade. Traded. Now he has Donovan Mitchell on that. He put him on his bench. So let me give you two guys to put on your bench. No. <laughs> what do you guys think of this trade? This is the one I, I, I offered Ant. I offered him Ben Simmons and Paul George mm-hmm. for Russell Westbrook and Uber. How do you say his name? So wait, okay. Ben Simmons and, and Paul George. And Paul George. For Westbrook. Yeah. And uh, Ubre. What's his name? Kelly Ubre. From the Suns. Kelly Oubre is a pretty solid player for the Suns. He's playing playing pretty well in that second role to Devin Booker. That's their other guy there. Um, ben Simmons and Paul George are two deadly players, bro. To me, I like that, and I would take that trade. I like Ben Simmons and Paul George better going forward than I like Westbrook, which I, I want to talk about that for a second. Westbrook and who? Uh, Oubre. Or and Oubre. Oubre. That's how you say his name. Man, you would be getting Westbrook and Oubre. You'd be taking a dice roll, but you could take that. Yes. With your record, because you're ten and one. Ant needs the needs guys like ASAP. You know, I, the thing that would hurt him is Paul George not playing as much, but he's getting a superstar who once or after All Star break is going to happen. He's going to be playing more. Paul George. That's what I think is going to happen with these this. Uh, 
this management thing, load management. They got after the after the All Star, these guys are going to be playing more basketball. Can you do that in the fantasy league? Can you wait that long and be out? W- w- Westbrook doesn't fit. You don't think so? With the Rockets. What bro. happened the other night? So it was like he was sitting all like there was a timeout. He was sitting across like mm-hmm. in, a, in a chair by himself, and Harden came over to talk to him. What I was that all about? Did I don't you guys know. see that I don't know exactly what happened, but he don't fit, bro. I had told you don't think you all so? That. No. There's not enough balls over there. He's <laughs> just the type of guy where, yes, the, he needs the ball needs to be in his hand more, but he also it would work if he was not with James Harden. Bro, James Harden, I'm telling you this right now. Put this down, write it somewhere and all the kids listening and all our fans out there. That dude ain't going to win no championship, bro. He ain't going to win a championship if he plays from now till kingdom come. He is a, a, a one-dimensional player. He is not going to win any games playing on a team sport. If it was one-on-one, James Harden would probably win every single year. He has to, he has to put up at least 50 points for the Rockets to win. You can't do that no, no. through a whole series. He has to do that because that's the only way that his mind works. Of how this team is going to be successful, I have to score 50 points. I have to put up a bunch of... That's not the way it has to be anymore. You have a triple-double machine MVP in Westbrook who's had a ton of experience and a ton of success. They need to use that guy more. How's it look James Harden's got to give up a 10 to 12 shots a game or possessions. I think it's more than shots. It's possessions a game that he doesn't need to dominate the ball. He needs to dominate the ball constantly, and he dribbles the ball around 25 times, and then he jacks up shots, James Harden. And that's not going to be successful ever in the NBA with winning. It's just not, man. James Harden's not going to win. I like to hear what the fans got to think about that, but to me, he's, his game is not built for success. And you got a guy in Westbrook, he's not being used. He's not being used at all, so he's going to get frustrated. They're not going to win the amount of games that they should have. I don't know what the, they they got a really good team over there that's not used well. PJ Tucker plays well. Clint Capella is a double double machine. Eric Gordon just came back from injury. Austin Rivers is a good backup guy that coming off the bench in there. They got a good team, so, man. So you're saying? So I, I, to be honest with you, I have more. What his name is? I haven't seen. A, a Rockets game, like a full game. So I actually haven't even seen what these guys look like yeah. on the court together or whatnot. But if you're saying that it's more of like Russell West, Russell, yeah, Westbrook needs um more possessions. Doesn't that fall on the coach though? Like Mike D'Antoni, whatever his name is, should be making plays where now it's designed for Westbrook to take it down. That's on the coach balancing that out. Because if Harden doesn't get the ball, he's just gonna run run down the court yeah. with it. He's got to so learn how to how to play basketball without the ball. Who? James Harden. Yeah. Yeah, you he's got to do something card. besides that shoot the ball. That average is a triple double. Like he, you don't need the ball. Get no. open. He'll pass it to you. Right, <laughs> bro. He and that's the problem also. Rich is D'Antoni is is built everything on James Harden, and that's why D'Antoni has not had success in his career. He gets too fixated on oh well this works for the regular season. He did it with the Suns and Steve Nash. And those guys for years. This works in the regular season, my system, and this way of winning. But once it becomes the playoffs, it doesn't work anymore. You can't be built on one way of winning games. With the Suns, it was run and gun as many possessions as possible, score more points than the other team. 
doesn't work forever. Can't win championships like that. Now it's James Harden. Everything goes through James Harden. If James Harden is successful, then we're going to win. But it's not going to last you into when it really matters. And now they could change that. Westbrook is there to do it. Give him 10 to 15 possessions and see what happens. you got shooters around him. Let those guys play more when he's out there. And then when Harden is in, Harden is dominated, maybe, okay, then play Westbrook off the ball a little bit or sit him and let Harden run. Let mm-hmm. it be a two-unit team. One team when Westbrook is out there, one team when Harden is out there, and then when they're both out there, let them feed off each other. But, yo, Harden doesn't even look at homeboy. <laughs> nah, he don't look at nobody. He, exactly. <laughs> he, when he gets that ball in his hand, it is over. He could have no other guys out there. Oh, that's mine's now. That's it. It's game over. So I think they are going to – they got to figure out something over there. What do you think happens with um, Chris Paul? Do you think the Oklahoma City Thunder keep him? Right now they're playing very successful with him, and he's came into like he, – he's got rejuvenated. Do they make a move? That's the big talk in the NBA right now. Is Oklahoma City going to make a move getting – now they got him, they got Gallinari, they got – um, Steven Adams. Steven Adams. Those three guys are big puzzle. Christian Gilchrist is over there. Shea right? Alexander Giltri- oh, Gilchrist. Yeah. yeah. But but for with Paul Adams and um, Paul Adams and who was the other guy I just mentioned? And Gallinari. Those are three trade pieces that teams like. Some Gallinari, I think, is an expiring contract, and the other two guys are just really solid players. So do, does Oklahoma City make a step of getting someone else, or do they trade all three of those guys? And then start fresh again, because those are three That's big pieces that they, that, yeah. they, that they can get. It depends good, on what good young talent in draft picks going forward. Right now they're in the playoff picture, correct? Yeah, I think they're like I looked at it before. That's why the NBA is messed up though, because it's like at some point you got to look at that team and like, are they going to win a championship? And if not, That's you got to get rid of those big contracts. Yeah, yeah. I, it, I, it's not like okay, dang. this team they is playing pretty, really good. Yeah, let's let, let's see if we make the playoffs and see where we go. It's like ah, we don't think we're going to make it. Dump them. Yeah. Restart. There's not enough investment in there. In Chris Paul's in, old. They're in seventh right now, 22 and 16. And he's getting paid ridiculous yeah. money. Chris going, Paul. Going forward even more, yeah. which is insane. Chris Paul's getting older in his career, so he's at the back end. I mean, Steven Adams, double-double guy. He, he's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, what, Gallinari was the other guy? Yeah. I feel like he's more of a role player, so he's just having success with this team because mm-hmm. the role that it he's fit, in, yeah, it yeah. fits him. He's getting the shots he needs. He's getting the possessions exactly. he needs, yeah. So, but teams yeah. could use those guys. Exactly. I don't know. I mean, I feel like depending on which way the, Thund- the Thunder mm-hmm. want to go in the future is what's going to decide. Right. I-, I don't think with the way the West is built and the players that are in the West and Golden State getting freaking St- Steph Curry and Klay Thompson back next year, like mm-hmm. those three guys aren't going to beat these West these teams in the West. AD right. and LeBron. So yeah, you're winning games, but if you're looking. F- be ahead of these teams. Yeah. Start building now so when these teams get to that point where they have to start ditching people and they're falling off a little bit, you're one step ahead, and then mm. you'll be that next team in the West winning championship. So maybe getting rid of these guys, getting some draft picks, younger guys or something might be the better way. Better yeah. way. you got to draft people over there because no one's coming to Oklahoma exactly. City to play basketball. Yeah. So yeah. I think the best thing. thing would get rid of them. Get rid of these three guys, yeah. get the assets, and, and then build these guys going for Get some young guys who you drafted who are going to be there for a while and you could build your team. I agree. That was being my thought too. I think the I think Adams is a is a good one they can get rid of. Not a crazy contract. And they got a really good skill set. They're talking about Atlanta might be a good spot for him. 
Um, I thought Drummond was going to Atlanta. And Drummond is another guy who could possibly go to Atlanta too. Detroit's another team who's in a sticky spot with Drummond. Really good, really good player. But who are they going to get to come to Detroit to play with him? Do they trade him and get assets and then go forward with young guys building? Because I think they could. I think that should be their role too. Oklahoma City and Dent and Detroit should trade their stars, get young assets, and build young going forward. The way Denver did with Jokic and with Jamal Murray and Michael Porter, who could be that next star in there, and a couple other guys who are really good that they got over there. Um, a trade that I wanted to talk about real quick that I think makes sense, but I don't know if it's going to happen, and then we'll go into football. Ben Simmons for D'Angelo Russell. What do you think about that trade? Wow. Trade Ben Simmons to the Warriors, trade D'Angelo Russell to the Sixers, and I think it would be more success for both teams. But you think Ben Simmons with the Golden State Warriors with Steph and Claybacks makes be good? total sense. You to think me. he could play the three? No, he's gonna play the one. Steph will play the two, Clay will play the three, and then I don't even hmm. care who the rest of the other guys there. And here's why: Ben Simmons does not have an offensive. Ben game. Simmons would uh, have uh, twenty assists. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> On the Golden State, if not fifty, <laughs> yeah, with a no, game with game. no points, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that's why it makes sense. He is so dynamic is. of a guy with the ball in his hand coming up that now the pressure is totally off him to shoot. And now he's always got to do is boom, 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 hand things off, rebound. I think he would honestly have 20 assists, 45 rebounds if they even miss. <laughs> three th- points. And th- and three points. He'd have three points, 20 <laughs> assists, 15 rebounds a game if he played and in I Golden think State. Honestly, Russell- the lanes will be open, though, for him. Exactly. Because they have to, they have to exactly. cover the three. Exactly. It opens up that even more, which and I didn't even think D'Angelo about. D'Angelo Russell, I think, would fit the Sixers. He's, he's a scorer. Yes. And that's what they need. They need someone else to score besides Tobias Harris and Bede and them. Right, and that's the thing. When There's no guy on the Sixers. That's why I don't believe in the Sixers, man. And you don't I believe like in my it. team? No, <laughs> because you got a guy who's not offensive-minded at all in Ben Simmons. You got a guy with his back to the rim, who can't play with his back to the rim in Embiid and really only can take a jump shot, which guys are just going to defend that better once it becomes in the nitty-gritty. And Tobias Harris is only a three-point shooter. You don't have solid guys who you can go to in the playoffs when it gets rough in seven-game series where you could be like, oh, I can get the ball to this guy, and he's going to get do it, yes. Right, and he's going to get me That's the points what I need. need. Russell could. He did it in Brooklyn. I think he fits what they do. I like ben, that. Ben Simmons and did Philly. Did you come up with that, or is that like talk? I seen it on, on YouTube. I follow. I don't know who it is. I got to give them a shout-out. But this guy comes up with like crazy trades, who he, what he thinks makes sense. And this was one of them. I didn't even look of what he said. I just was like, I just seen him on his like his clickbait. I was like, oh dang, that makes sense, bro. It let, does. Let, I, li- I actually like that a lot now. Right, that you brought that up. I don't know if it's gonna. I don't know if Philly, yeah, is hard headed enough to to <laughs> let Ben Simmons go. The problem with D'Angelo Russell right now though is he's been injured. Yeah. So, you know, that would be the tough part. But I don't think Golden State keeps him. He doesn't make sense for what's over there. He his game doesn't. Relate to what I think they're doing, you know. Um, that was most of the basketball I had. Let me just see if there's anybody else. Oh, I just wanted to quickly go over. Oh no, no. Okay, okay, that's good there. Let me let's let me figure out these games real quick, and then I'll talk about Chris Brown, my boy, my man, my brother. He has he is a wonderful teacher at a wonderful school. I wish I knew the name of the school in Jersey City, but he's got these kids in his classroom, man. Shout out to all those kids who listen to us. And are fans of us, man, we love you. And 
Keep your head in the books. Listen to your teachers, and you will be successful. But right now, they have a podcast. It's called 28 Challenger Sports Talk. My man Giovanni, Lewis, and Michael are, are the three guys who run that podcast, and they got some questions for us about the games. But they also want us to come visit their classroom. That's awesome. And talk about podcasting and just give them some a little advice of what we can give, man. It's And I'm around kids all day long. It's really super inspiring. So if we can make that happen, which we're going to, and we'll figure out how to do it. But we want to give y'all a shout out and want to answer your questions. Let me bring up the games really quick. Today, the first game is the Vikings versus the 49ers, which is at 430. And then the Titans-Ravens, which is at 8. Let's just, as a respect to chat, pick who we think wins the first game. Vikings versus 49ers. You want me to give the spread on that? We, we said 49ers yeah. are giving 7. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't think that they care about the spread, so... Maybe we could. We'll, pick, we'll both. pick it for. We'll yeah. pick it for. You know the other listeners. But yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we don't have to strictly base this around the kids. We just okay. want to. There's gonna be some more. They got some questions for us, and we want to just give them a shout out. Okay. Go ahead. Who do we think is gonna win? I think, I think the 49ers win, but I okay. think the same situation. I think the Vikings. Vikings are playing good football, so I think the Vikings are are going, are going to keep this game close. Mm-hmm. So I think 49ers inch this out. Maybe a game winning field goal at the end. But I'll go Vikings with the spread, 49ers with the with the win. I'm going Vikings straight up, money line. Wow. Whoa, I think dog. they're a completely different team with Thielen on the field and healthy. That defense was playing well last week. I just don't think that offense will be able to put up enough on, on that defense. I could pull up the stats, I guess, but Kirk Cousins and Jimmy Garoppolo had the same exact year. It's just Kirk Cousins gets more hate and Jimmy yeah. Garoppolo gets love. I think, though, the 49ers are going to put a lot of pressure on Cousins, and he's not going to be able to make accurate throws. That's The way you take away that pressure, though, is Dalvin Cook. See, that's my thing. My thing is the 49ers' focus should be on Dalvin Cook. Yeah. And let Kirk Cousins throw the ball. Let that be the thing that possibly beats you. Just don't give up big chunk plays, which the Vikings— Who did they play last week, the Vikings? Saints. The Saints. The the Vikings didn't the Saints didn't give up chunk plays to them. They pretty much held Diggs and Thielen within reach, you know? Like they didn't have really outstanding things. Maybe one or two maybe maybe a handful of catches all game, but not like killer ones down the field. I think the focus has got to be on Delvin Cook. Slow down Delvin Cook, put it all on Kirk Cousins. Let Kirk Cousins pick you apart and let his mind have to work in order to beat you. That that would be that would be my game plan going in. I think the 49ers win the game based on the fact that they could do that. I think that defense is that really good. That front seven is unbelievable. Very good. And I think the secondary could hold its own, but my thought would be put a lot of pressure on them with Bosa and the rest of those guys up front. Let the linebackers stay in that box and not drift too far that Cook could find lanes and make breakout runs. Because if he can make breakout runs, if he could rip off a 30-yard run, a 25-yard run with consistency, then it makes Kirk Cousins' job easier of making those chunk throws because then he can play action, or then there's there's one-on-one coverage, and then he starts to beat you. I think the game plan's got to be slow down Delvin Cook. Don't give him those big runs. It, 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 I think it'll come down a lot to third down. Like Vikings got a lot of options on third down that they can go to. They got Thielen, they got Diggs, they got Cook. If the 49ers could stop them on third, third and five, third and six play drives like that, 
I think they'll end up winning, but I don't think that they'll, they'll be able to do that. The 28 Challenger Sports Talk, Giovanni Lewis and Michael, they got a question for us. What Would you rather the defense of the 49ers or the defense of the Seattle Seahawks? Who would be your who would be your defense that you'd rather? The 49ers. Right now, the 49ers. 49ers. Yeah, got to be, right? Yeah. 49ers got to be the defense that you pick because of, one, they've been solid all year long. They got those front guys who are really, really good. And I love their defensive coordinator, who I think has got a real good pulse on them and knows what they could do and calls the absolutely awesome plays to keep other teams in check. Okay, you got something for it? I mean, think. I mean, I was just thinking of the Seattle's defense again with Clowney, uh, D. Ford, and Bobby uh, Wagner. Yeah. So I mean, they do and have KJ Wright. KJ Wright. I mean, when you look at it, those names are huge. Yeah. But I feel like this year, I don't know if it's a scheme or what's going on over there, but like they had games where they were giving up a lot of points. Yeah. The 49ers all season long has just been that dominant defense. Mm-hmm. So. You know, if you're if you're going based off of this season, I would go 49ers. The 49ers play better together, like as a collective group, I yes. think, than the yeah. Seahawks do. They they both have plenty of talent, yeah. and they're both great defenses. Mm-hmm. But as of right now, I think you got to go with the Agreed. 49ers. And then you know they're like on a string. They move on a string that defense, and that's why I like that defense coordinator so much. I think that's huge, man. He got his guys moving in the right direction for whatever the offense is really going to do. The second game, the Titans versus the Baltimore Ravens. Let's go. This is this is exactly what you didn't, didn't want, want yes. right? Yes, I'm afraid of this game. I'm but not with gonna that, lie. But with that being said, you're obviously gonna pick the Ravens, right? What's That's, the spread? No, no. Who's gonna win the game? Without Ravens. the spread, Ravens. I Ravens, have to go Ravens. Straight up, who's gonna win the game? Titans. So be the tiebreaker. Oh, it's gonna. I'm Ravens all day. Oh, <laughs> the lone wolf, Broski. But this is a dangerous game for the Ravens. Okay. If Derrick yeah. Henry does what he did to the Patriots last last week and runs the I, I don't like the Ravens have a tough time stopping the run. That's that's our downfall. Our secondary is pretty good. We can stop the throw. Mm-hmm. But if Derrick Henry gets going, he starts steaming down that field and keeps Lamar Jackson off the field, we're gonna be in big trouble. But mm-hmm. if the Ravens which the Ravens could do, if we get up quick 14-0, they they have to leave that. That that game plan of running Derrick Henry. Now they're now they're gonna be playing from behind. Mm-hmm. They might they're now they're gonna throw the ball with Tannehill a little bit more, which Tannehill has been playing lights out at the end of the season. Yeah. But I think we'll be able to stop that with our mm-hmm. with our back four, our nickel defense, when Marcus Peters, Humphrey, uh, Earl Thomas, like we'll be able to lock down those wide receivers mm-hmm. and make Tannehill force throws. And that that's how we'll win that game if we get hit. But if Derrick Henry starts running, it's gonna be a closer game than I than I want. What do you got? How do the Titans win? Run the football. Yeah. Keep Lamar Jackson off the field. That's yeah. it. A.J. Brown on third downs when it comes down to it. Good, disciplined defense. Everybody stays in their lanes. Mm-hmm. Mark Ingram's hurt, right? Yeah. Might well, not he play. Play. He's going to play. He's going to rest, so hopefully that was enough. So he's hopefully he's really hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Yo, the spread my, of this game is yeah. nine and a half. Dude. That's a lot of points. It is. It is a lot of points. So, but here's the thing, too. The Titans could come out and be the Titans where they just take a dump. Yeah, the Titans are either going to lose yeah, by bro. 30 or win. <laughs> yes. Bro, let me tell you something. Right now, in Baltimore, Maryland. Woo! I wish I was there. The, the but, excitement and the juice is flowing. How come you don't say that about Philly when the Eagles play? <laughs> Listen, you, you, know where the, you know where the Eagles are. 
they're in the same spot that I am. Did you know on Josh a, McCown a, played that second half with a with a torn hamstring? Yeah. What? They stink. Anyway, we're talking about a real team. The, the, the <laughs> juice that's flowing over there right now is so strong, and they are ready to play. Oh, yeah. Bro, Ray Lewis is going to be there. And the whole, yo, the, Ed the, Reed, they're going to be getting people pumped. The Titans are going into an environment that it's like, whoa. These guys are, the team is juiced. The fans are juiced. The city is. They're going to be loud. It's going to be so loud in there. It's going to be deafening. The only way to stop a deafening crowd is what? Turn and hand off to the biggest human being that I've ever <laughs> seen run the ball in my life, right? So I agree there. Derrick Henry, if he gets going, because I'm telling you right now, literally there's not one player in the NFL that wants to tackle Derrick Henry. <laughs> You're it's right. not possible. I also don't know if there's one player in the NFL that can tackle <laughs> Derrick Henry. One-on-one. Because he, you hit him. If you've seen last week and all year wrong, and you and you you bounce off, boom, boom. There's just bodies all over. So he's, it's literally impossible. But here's the to th- stop this guy. So the biggest yeah. factor to me is of winning this game for the Ravens is the Titans are gonna run the ball. Yes. you know what's gonna happen. The Titans know they got to keep Lamar Jackson off the field. The Titans know they got to get up. They know they can't get down and give the ball to just Tannehill to get back. So they're gonna run Derrick Henry. The biggest factor to me in Baltimore winning is gang tackle. Yes, you have to how, tackle this guy with three guys. And how do you slow down a running back like him that runs north and south? Blitz the ball, jam those holes, make him make that 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 juke to the outside or something. You got to get him before he gets going. That's the only get way. Get him at the line of scrimmage. First gear. Yes. Once yeah. he gets the second and third gear, you're screwed. You have it's to jam over. Those, you have to jam up front. If he gets, if he shifts over and he goes to third gear and now he's going 60 miles an hour, it it's complete. It's not going to happen. And you could have three guys to tackle him. You're still not going to do it. <laughs> they have to gang tackle. They have to get to the ball. I have and confidence. I totally agree. You make them make them run those zones. Don't let them run up the in, w- between the tackles. That's going to murder you. If he can get that going, it's going to hurt them a lot. The Ravens, but they have really good defenders, and they, they have guys who could tackle. Get guys to the ball. Make them. Throw the ball. And I'm confident with this coaching staff to come up with a plan to stop him. They're going to be blitzing a lot this game, I think. Yeah. I think that's how they're going to slow this down. Get get Henry in the backfield. Oh, yeah. Get on him in the backfield. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. Um, The next two games are that we have tomorrow are the Texans versus the Chiefs and then the Seahawks versus the Packers. Let's stay Texans-Chiefs. Who wins that game? Chiefs. Chiefs. You want to know the spread on that? It's Dang. nine and a half. Mm-hmm. Another big spread. I don't like those spreads for playoff games. But here's the thing. Yeah, the Texans the Texans are like the Titans. The Texans come out. They play good ball. This could be a close game. They come out under the Texans where they just take a complete dump. The Chiefs are going to blow them out and win by 30. I don't, yeah. I don't see them taking a dump like that in the playoffs. So it's going to be a good game. I just think the Chiefs will win. Yeah. I agree. I think the Chiefs will win too. I think it's going to be a good game. I don't know what the Texans have to do to beat the Chiefs. I think they got to use their running backs more and, like, dumping the ball off and getting those guys down the field so that you need quicker they're plays. not zoning them. If you, you, you zone Watson it's gonna, and make him make throws all game, it's going to be tough, man. I'm not saying he's not a good quarterback and he can't make those throws, but keep him in the pocket and make him throw. Don't let him use his legs and zone him, make him make him throw into those pockets. And you got to design plays so Watson can get rid of the ball quicker. Yeah. 
He can't hold on to the ball for no. three, five seconds and make a, pl- pl- a play down the field. If so, they're going to be sacking him. That offensive line is horrible. Yeah. So Watson needs to be able to get the ball out of his hands quick. Have Hopkins doing – if Fuller's back, that's going to be huge. He yeah. can be that decoy deep. Have, have Hopkins and Kenny still running cross routes around the middle. Have Duke Johnson and Carlos Hyde running out of the backfield. Mm-hmm. Get the ball out of his hand fast. Oh, that's the doubt. only way you're going to win this game. Without a doubt. Keep Mahomes off the field. Because the more he's on the field, the more they're going to throw the ball, the more it's going to be real tricky for the Texans, man. Real tricky. We're all going Chiefs there, though, right? Mm-hmm. Seahawks, Packers. Who we got in that one? Seahawks. It's in Green Bay, right? Yeah, it's in Green Bay. Green Bay is giving four and a half. I'm going Seahawks Dang. too. I think. I think I want have the a... Seahawks. I don't. I don't like the Packers. Yeah. I don't want. I don't either. I don't want the Packers to win. Yeah. I, so I, I, that's why I'm going Seahawks. But the Packers, to me, though, become frustrated when they're not successful early, and I think the Seahawks can force them to become real shaky and unsure of what to do and their game plan of the Packers be thrown out right away and now they're just like running on Aaron Rodgers trying to make something happen and once the Seahawks do that to you then they're going to run the ball down your throat and they can keep Aaron Rodgers off the field that's going to be big too run the ball run the ball run the ball with Homer with Lynch make those little passes to Jacob Hollister involve him I think he has a big game and then use Metcalf because I don't know if anyone's been able to guard him the last couple weeks enough. And TJ Lockett, once you've developed the run and established that. I saw this question yesterday. Who's going to be more important for the Green Bay Packers in this game? Aaron Rodgers or Aaron Jones? Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones. Should be. They got away from that. They got away from using him for some reason. They've been very successful during the year using him. And I think they got away from that. So I think Seattle plays their game and makes the Packers not play theirs. and makes the Packers, like, freestyle. Yeah. The Packers ain't good when they freestyle. And, once you, and I, think, I think Aaron Rodgers is another Tom Brady. Once you start pressuring him, mm-hmm. getting to him, he, he, he starts crumbling a little bit. He, does, he starts making bad throws. And I think Clowney and D. Ford is going to be in his face all game long. Oh, yeah. I still got beef with Clowney because he took out my quarterback last week. Well, am, I, am I saying this right, too? Is D. Ford the one that's on Seattle, or is it Frank Clark? Frank Clark's on the Chiefs, right? They traded him to the Chiefs, and D. Ford's the one that came over from the Chiefs yeah. to Seattle. Yes. I'm not butchering that. No, it is a tricky situation. It's, yeah. Two quick questions by the 28 challengers, Giovanni Lewis and Michael. Shout out to our dudes over there and Mr. Brown. There were two questions, then we'll wrap up. Who do, who do we think is going to be the standout player of the weekend? Wow. Um, to me, it's Travis Kelsey. I think Travis Kelsey has a huge game for the Chiefs. He's... Probably their best receiver. I know Tyreek Hill is over there, obviously, but he's the guy that makes the train go. I think they have a lot of success throwing him the ball. I think he has a huge game. I think he has like 10 catches, 100 yards, and a touchdown. I think he has a huge game. That's my guy. My standout player of the weekend is Travis Kelsey. I'm going my boy, Lamar Jackson. LJ. I'm going Bo Jackson. I think he's going to have 100 yards rushing, 300 yards passing. Let's go. And a total. Hasn't had 300 yards passing all year, but okay. Five hundred, <laughs> I mean, five touchdowns. Ooh, He's on total for, for, this yeah. game, for this game. He's having a big game. I'm going to go Patrick Mahomes. I think that he had like a kind of regular season. I think he's going to come out in his first playoff game and show everybody why he's the best quarterback out there. Nice. And let's stick there. And their last question is this. Who would you rather start your franchise with, Lamar Jackson or Patrick Mahomes? <laughs> Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> now, listen, the young kids, they like, they like that Lamar Jackson juice. 
You know, he can move a little bit. He can Come run. On, bro. He got I'm that going flow. Mahomes. Yeah, gotta go Mahomes. Mahomes. I love yo, I love yo, Lamar Jackson. I yeah. love what he's doing for the Ravens. Yes, I think he's gonna be there for a while, and we're gonna have some success with him. But overall, as a quarterback, Patrick Mahomes is better. Yeah. And he young goes. kids out there, we love y'all, man. Especially you three boys out there. The Twenty Eight Challenges League is you need to have a guy who's got a big arm like Mahomes, who's very smart and can make all the reads, and is a just a heck of a heck of a quarterback in the purest form. So we love y'all, man. We're, we're, we really appreciate the questions. We're going to try to get down and see you guys again. Shout out to all our fans out there. RDC crew, we out.